What is up, everyone? Welcome to the faggots, faggots, and anything in between. It's your boy, the crazy Chuko, Freddie Banks, and we're here today for another podcast. So just sit back, relax, take a hit from the joint, and and listen to this idiot speak as we now talk about middle school. Middle school was a bitch, all right? I'm not going to lie to you. Middle school was like one of the worst years in my life, and... Uh, it, it was a different, there was a lot of shit going on in there, cause it, it was, it was not, it was not a great time, like, for real. Uh, we had, uh, bitchy ass principals, that's for sure, that's for sure. Then I had a counselor who was, f- uh, manipulative, alright? She fed me lies, alright? I, I'm, I do not appreciate that. Uh, yeah, she, she's lucky I'm. I'm not in the school anymore because I would have smacked the shit out of her. But yeah, so I had that, and then the teachers weren't any better. You you know what? It really felt like a penitentiary. All right, it it really felt like a penitentiary because it's you didn't you couldn't do shit. Like I'm being honest, you couldn't do anything. Like the only like for real thing like you have actual freedom to is like. Sports, that's it. Sometimes you, so, sometimes it's not even worth it sometimes because, I mean, hey, I guess, experience, I guess, but, yeah, that was like one of the only shits. Don't get me started on the fucking school dances either. Oh my God, those are fucking horrendous. Because the only people who would go down to the dance floor were the fucking fat nerd who tried to impress a girl, not gonna lie. <laughs> and... Technically, that's what happened, you know. Not many people wanted to dance for unless it was like something like, you know, the electric slide. I think that's what it's called. Down, down, baby. Good around now. To the right, the right, the right, the right, the right. It's like something like that. Like the right, left type of stuff. And like, and also, uh, what's that called? It's freaking to the right. Take a best, take a step back now. One hop this time, duh. One hop this time, duh. That, like, probably that's the R or the Wiggle. Oh, what's it called? I think it's called the Wiggle. Not the Wiggle. Fuck. No, that's something else. That's something else completely different I need to talk about. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's like the Wobble. It's, something like that. It's called the Wobble. Like, those are the only three dan- like three songs that had people go to the dance floor. And, like, when the song's over, you just hit your ass back up to the bleachers and sit down. Couldn't even use your phones real quick. So you just have to sit there and like awkwardly sit next to your friends who who you didn't even know how to talk with. Because like it's so goddamn loud with some trash ass songs playing. And like what do you do? Yeah, it was technically what do you do? And yeah, technically, technically that. Yeah. So yeah, this is the intro to the middle school. So I hope you guys appreciate. I hope you guys enjoy this episode of how I explain my fucking worst years of my life during middle school. All right, so let me start off with the dress code and the rules in general. All right, as I mentioned, it felt like a fucking prison or penitentiary because the rules were so fucking strict. I swear to fuck. So the dress code was basically you had to wear either blue like. Like navy blue pants or khaki pants, and your boy ain't no cracker, so he ain't wearing no khaki pants real quick. And the other you and then for your shirt, it had to be like 
a designed shirt of like the school. So it was some like whack ass, like huge ass letters of like the school name. And then like it came in red, blue, or green. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I guess. But you know, for three years, you, you kind of get fucking tired of wearing the same shirt every day. So yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you just like, all right. Oh, oh, you also have to fucking tuck in your shirt, motherfucker. Oh my God. You have to tuck. I don't know why. Because they're like safety purposes. But how the fuck am I going to carry a fucking like a nine millimeter pistol like right under my waist when I have these tight ass navy blue pants fucking surrounding my waist? How am I going to carry that with a fucking loose shirt? It's probably like I got like a large. And let's be honest, like on me, it doesn't look that big, honestly. So I don't know how you're supposed to see a fucking nine millimeter pistol under my shirt. It's untucked. And they showed us a video too about how many how many weapons you can you can like hide when your shirt's untucked in a school uniform. Apparently, fucking nineteen. Some fool pulled out a fucking sniper rifle. I'm like, what? Like how? Like he had that shit like between his thighs. I'm like. How the fuck do you not? How the fuck do you walk with that shit right next to you? What if that shit is like, what's it called? It's not. It's not. It's not on safety or something like that. And you fucking shoot your fuck yourself. You're you're the fucking dumbass in this situation for real. But nah. So yeah, that's dress code. And uh, there's a thing on Fridays where you can wear jeans. Now, I I had jeans right, but I didn't have like any jeans. For any clean jeans for the day. So, and I, I didn't want to look like one of those kids who, like, don't wear jeans. Because, like, apparently the cool kids wear jeans. But, yeah. So, I only had jeans. There were ripped jeans. They only, like, they were only ripped from the knees, all right? Because I didn't have any sort of work uniform when, like, for, like, half half of the time I started when my dad's tire shop. So I had to use these ripped jeans, and my mom had no problem with it, because I, I even showed her, like, all right, I'm going to use these, and all right. she's like, all right, cool. So I wear them, I go to, I go to school, right? No, nothing, nothing in the morning, nothing in first period. Actually, no, you know, yeah, no, actually nothing in first period. It was until second period, where a teacher I don't even have fucking dress coded me, for real. So I... It was um, social studies, which is like history, for second period, which is a different teacher. I had a different teacher, right? She didn't notice until she was like, until it was like technically like a school, like it was a class activity. We had to go with another class. So like, all right, let's go to her class. All right. And, And then like, as soon as I walk in, this teacher fucking eyed me. She gave me like the nasty look, dog. Fucking death stare. She's like, what are those? freaking ripped jeans i'm like jeans she's like all right go to the counselor no go to it is because all right so there's this person called miss Pesa, and she was like sort of she was sort of like the person in charge of almost everything so i don't know what type of time she had for me to go over there for dress code but she's like all right go with her because she's because apparently i'm gonna get like uh i'm gonna get like a clean pair of like uniform and then also i'm gonna end up getting like uh sack which is like detention for like a whole day and yo so i did go down there and she was not there i was like well fuck (laughs) 
So I, uh, it was like close. So I was like, well, what the fuck do I do? So thankfully, my second period teacher was still up in the room. She was still in the room. So I went to her room. I was like, I told her about the situation that was happening. And apparently, she was a cool-ass teacher, too. So she let me call my mom so she can bring me a new pair of, like, pants or something like that without getting in trouble. So I was like, I was, I'm still thankful to this day that that teacher let me do that because, like, that that's some real G shit right there. I ain't trying to stay in, like, a classroom for, like, an entire day because ripped jeans. But anyways, I actually did get some sort of detention during the time. During my three years in middle school, only once. And it was lunch detention because I was barely late to my class. Like, you don't understand. So, it was sounds great. Second period, I have a, I have a science teacher named Mr. D, Mr. Dawkins. And I, I was, uh, well, what did I have first period? No, I had art. I had art first period for seventh grade. And that's downstairs. So there's a two. This was a two story, two story building, and I had art. So I was cleaning up the shit, and the teacher held us back. I'm like, well, fuck, because we had to clean up the shit. So I did. We did all that. I only had like a minute, so I was like rushing my ass. I was like busting ass, Dude, like not that type of sense, but like you, you understand me. I was like hauling ass to to second period and. The bell rang. As soon as it rang, my fucking teacher just, like, closed. He slammed the door. And I was right there, too. And then I looked out the window trying to have him to open it. He's like, no, no, no. You have to go to the front desk. I'm like, well, fuck. This is the first time that happens to me. So I go to the front desk. She gives me the slate pass. And she's like, well, see you in lunch detention today. I'm like, well, fuck. So that's what happened. So, yeah, I had to go to lunch detention. There's, like, three kids in there. But those three kids were in sack. So I was the only one in lunch detention, technically. So I had to write down with this paper of fucking dictionary terms. I had to look at the dictionary. It was basically English class, for real. I had to search up words and shit. And these words weren't like regular words. These were like word, like bad words. Like, like words you would describe for bad situations, like disappointment like it was technically an assault to you a verbal assault to you see to tell you you you're that you're that so yeah and then the last question was why are you in lunch detention today i was like well my fucking teacher was a fucking bullshit he fucking bullshitted me out he was he was a snake that day and so i got lunch detention. but i did not put that because i did not have time to put that in my paper so i didn't finish the paper so he let me go. I was like, all right, cool. I guess. So yeah, that was the last time I had lunch detention, but it was it was alright, I guess. I mean, there was nothing like too severe or something. But um yeah, so that was lunch detention. So what else about the rules? What else? What else? What else? We also had like officers there. I think every school has officers now. Because of the situation that's happening with the schools. But. Man. Some of them are fucking pervs. Honestly. Holy shit. There's this one. He's like old. He's like old old. And he's. He has sunglasses on. But you could tell if he's fucking looking at some girls. Like for real. Like when they pass by. He looks his head back. I'm like. Bro. Holy fucking shit. Fucking you need to get on Chris Hansen dog. Freaking how to catch a predator. Why don't you take a seat right there. 
Like, honestly, holy shit. <laughs> like, this, this, aren't you supposed to protect us? Whole, what the fuck? Like, I was tripping, tripping, but, you know, we got out and shit. And, uh, there's a story I got to tell you on the next episode about a coach I had. And it is not, it, it, it is pretty weird. But, yeah, that's, this was basically the rules and shit. And, yeah, penitentiary in general. So let me get started with this math teacher, Miss Norbit, a.k.a. Miss Norbitch, all right? So right now, I had to re-record shit, all right? Because apparently, I've recorded like a good five segments of the podcast, and none of them have been recorded. Like, I don't know how, but I had to restart my phone, and I had to record this shit again. So here we go. So... There's this teacher I had, 7th grade, Miss Norbick, a.k.a. Miss Norbitch, for 7th grade, math. She was the worst teacher I've ever had in my life. I mean worst, I mean worst, I mean terrible, I mean distinct, I mean absolutely horrendous. Like, you don't understand. Like, if you say your teacher's worse, oh my god. I, I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to debate with you. Because this teacher always kept ranting about us, like, as a general, like, class. And as a generation. So, every time, every time, every time we, like, try to defend ourselves and our point, she always thought we were rebelling and posting up, like, posting up. Defying authority and shit. And uh, you don't know how many times I wanted to slap her face. To like really like bitch slap backhand. And like get her sense back into focus. Because she was really delusional as fuck. And so I had her for 7th grade math. No, no, 6th grade. 6th grade math. And then I have her for 7th grade homeroom. So you don't look. So. In sixth grade, I don't know how I passed her class, but I did. That that was a miracle in general. Because uh yeah. Cause it what it was just, it just was. So yeah. So I did not understand shit in that class during sixth grade, so yeah, so I was kinda of, I was relieved when I when sixth grade was over, so I didn't have to have to deal with Miss Norbitch. Again, then homeroom came by. So before the summer, like a week before you go back to school, you check in the middle school and there's these papers in the front in the front door of the school, which tells you what class you have for homeroom for the kids coming in. So I look at mine. Uh, A235, I believe. I believe. I'm not sure. No, two, like room 235. Something like that, probably. So, I ask around. I ask around, like, during the first day of school, 7th grade. I'm like, yo, do you know this teacher? And one of them was like, yeah, it's Miss Norbick. I'm like, for real, for real? I'm for real having this teacher again? Like, fuck. And so, I really, I really did not feel glad. Like, I felt pissed off because once i walked in i felt the vibe again i felt the angry vibes again the bad vibes I'm like fucking shit i had to go through this shit another year ah yeah so it was difficult because like 
because okay, so you can deal with ranting for like a year. All right, I'm like, I get it. All right, two years straight. Oh my god. I'm like, sometimes, sometimes you just want to walk out, like walk out the classroom because of how how bitchy she was. That's why they gave her the name Miss Norbitch because of how bitchy what she was to the kids. And there is this apparently. She broke a kid's fucking wrist. This happened freshman year when I was a when I was a freshman, and the eighth grade class. She was teaching eighth grade now. No, I believe no. She was teaching seventh grade, so she was teaching seventh grade math when I was gone. And there was this kid, and he was arguing with her because he was defending his purpose because he had a fractured wrist. So. I really don't know the full story, but all I know is he was defending himself, like, of, like, something she accused him of doing, and she got mad, and she just fucking broke his wrist, like, he grabbed her, his wrist and, like, broke it, of course, the teacher sued and all that, but when I, when I came back to the school, I found, I did not find her anywhere, so what I suppose is that she either quit, or she, uh, they fight her. And I remember this one time, she got so pissed off that she cried and left the classroom. And I was like, well, fucking finally, she was going to break. Like, one one of these days, she was going to break. So, yeah, that's my take on Miss Norbitch. Okay, so, you know lockdowns, right? So, lockdowns are, like, procedures for when a person invades the school. Whether it's to damage or to interrupt. Like a school shooting, like technically. So there is these other procedures like the fire drill, the lockdown. And then there's one, I forgot what's called, but you technically stay inside the school because of how shitty the weather is outside. And I don't know why, but sometimes you have to stay in the same class when it happens. And that's what happened. First period, I had reading. And... It was like sand. It was like, it was like kind of like a sandstorm, but just very a lot of wind with sand in there, right? So, um, yeah. So we had a substitute teacher. He was cool. He was like in his mid thirties, something like that. And he 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 let us do whatever we want. Like we had like an assignment. We finished it. He was like, all right. So I guess we're just gonna stay here for like the next hour. Or so just relax and all that. So that's what we did. We did not do that. We did not relax. Some of them people, they were on their phones. Some of them were gossiping. Some of them were playing games. And my group, I don't know why, but we decided to play Truth or Dare in the corner. So in the back, there is like these like um, beanbag chairs. And yeah, so we just decided, decided to claim that and like play Truth or Dare. Now, who were we playing with? It was my friends. And my friends decided to play truth or dare with the fucking hoes of the school like i don't know why we had the hoes on the same period i mean like 80 percent of the hoes we had in the fucking first period so we had that shit and my friend was like oh it's cool it's cool it's cool it's cool dude it's cool it's cool it's, it's, it's nothing it's nothing serious i'm like how is it nothing serious motherfucker uh, how, how do you know you're not going to catch something lips to lip? All right, motherfucker, you're probably going to catch a disease or something like that. Because these hoes are like the ho-hoes. I mean ho-hoes. I mean like Santa ho-hoes. I mean the bakery buns ho-hoes. You know, the little Debbie ones. 
I'm I'm talking about those one motherfuckers. And so yeah, they were that type of ho hoes, motherfucker. And uh yeah. So the reason he chose to play with these hoes is because they're like they retarded fish in the water. Because they're easy to catch. They're easy to catch. And yeah, that's he wanted to catch some 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 action, so I guess he decided to just put truth there. So yeah. So he asked the girl, truth or dare? She said dare. He said, I dare you to kiss me. I'm like, are you are you sure about this? You're gonna end up like easy E one day, alright? So uh I I suggest you don't do that, but you know, you do you. Float your boat. And so yeah, they did. And out of nowhere, my substitute teacher, like, he saw it. And then he's like, oh, we just, he's like, oh, you guys just did that? And everyone turned around. Like, they turned their heads towards the corner. You could be gossiping. You turned your head to the corner. You could be playing on your phone, playing Geometry Dash. Because that shit was hot back then. You could lose purposely just to turn around to see what was happening. You could play Uno. You could purposely let people see what you have in your Uno card. The last card you have. Because you wanted to turn around and see what was happening in the corner. So, yeah. They still had their lips together when everyone saw it. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? So, yeah. So, they were embarrassed. And they did not want to play anymore. They did not want to play Church of Dare anymore. So, I was like, alright, cool. I guess. And. uh, We decided to play Satanic Rituals. So. I really don't consider it as a satanic ritual now, but back then, I really thought it was. So my friend's like, alright, I'm gonna need someone to lay down. And a girl did, one of the hosts. So she laid down, on her back. And the dude, he was in, like, he was, he was, he was kneeling, everyone was kneeled around the girl. And he, he, everyone had two fingers from one hand go under her. Like, like, think of it as a... What are they called? They're like, uh, it's like the thing that carry. It's like the big ass machine that carries boxes. Yeah, uh, something like that. So we had that under her, like her, like under her, under the hoe. So he started like chanting some shit. I don't know what he was chanting, but we, he's like lift, and we lifted with our two fingers, and she was floating in the air for like a second. Like, not, like, fucking five feet in the air. Not, like, it's, like, like what, a centimeter or an inch? And one of the hoes decided to fucking scream. Guess who that brought in? That brought in the teacher who fucking dress-coded me. And she's like, what's going on? What are you guys doing? So we all got in trouble, and the substitute got teacher got in trouble. So we had to sit and not do anything, because fucking the hoe decided to scream. And, yeah. That was technically my story on what we did, satanic ritual-wise. And I don't know if I'm haunted or anything, but sometimes I hear voices and all that. But, you know, it's it's okay. It's a normal thing today. Trust me. Alright, so let's talk about the next topic, which is the conversation. Now, the conversation is technically the talk or okay, a.k.a. the birds and the bees. So, you know that conversation you're supposed to have with your parents and they're the ones who's supposed to tell you what happens what is true love what it, what happens when the when mommy and daddy get inside a bed at night and then you hear chicken poundings like a person slapping chicken in the middle of the night when you're trying to sleep well 
that's technically what your parents are supposed to tell you. But, you know, sometimes your friends are sometimes just like, that's how I found out. Because my friends just tell me, like, they just told me straight up, like, hey, you want to know what happens when mom or dad are in a bed? I'm like, I guess I'm going to have Because I didn't know. Like, I don't know what he was talking about. So he was like, yeah, uh, I'm going to tell you how to make a baby. <laughs> This was 6th grade, by the way. And he told me, like, with descriptive detail on what the fuck happens inside the bedroom. What the magic is. And I was like, holy fucking shit. What the fuck? And it was mind-blowing. Like, I didn't, like, I did not know my, my thing had more than one, like, one objective in my life. So, yeah, he told me. And I was like, well, fuck. And apparently... You were also supposed to be told by the school. Not about like, you know, what 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 positions and all that, but you know, basic general about your PP or your VV. And and so like it it's always something. Like I don't know why in middle school, but like they have you send a permission slip, which I understand, you know. Imagine imagine me telling your kid, like, hey, you wanna know what happens? No, nah, it's not it's it's kinda of, it's kinda of creepy. So, yeah, so we got that, and I already knew, like, most of us, like, I swear, like, 95% of us in the classroom already knew what the fuck happens inside the bedroom. So, yeah, so that happens, and the per- and we're just, it was, it was segregated from boys and girls, obviously, because, you know, we have different shit, unless, you know, you're, uh, you know, Jeffree Star or something like that, but. Anyways, um, so, yeah, so, I don't know why, but the doctor we had is a fucking creepy looking one. It's like, hey, kids, come on in. Let me teach you about yourself. And I swear to fuck, I felt fucking freaked out. I was like, what the fuck are you gonna do to me? Like, <laughs> he, like, he looks like he comes straight out of the human centipede. Like, I swear. And, yeah, so he told us in a creepy way. On how to use a condom. And. Yeah. So. That was something. And we. We really don't talk about it. Like I don't really talk about anything. Related to that. Like related sexually. Or something like that. Like like only to my close friends. Like close close. I mean super close. I talk about like. You know shit and uh it's really awkward when your parents like bring it up like hey like one time my dad we were like getting straight out of work taco bell like we were gonna go to taco bell in the car and like i don't know why my dad always loves talking like ever since he went there in arizona he's like always loved taco bell ever since and he's like hey do you know what to do i'm like do with what He's like, do you know what to do with uh, your thing? I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. And he's like, all right, what do you do? I'm like, are you being for real? Like, I felt super uncomfortable in that moment. Because I really don't like talking about, like, anything related, like, sex related. Like, I hate it. Like, I absolutely hate it. And, yeah, so I was like, uh, no, I think I'll pass. So I was like, all right, cool. I, I understand. He's like, all right, cool. And then one time, my mom, like out of nowhere, she mentioned 
something very weird. Like, it was early in the morning. I was getting ready to go to school. And then she has her uh, Univision, like, on the TV. And it's uh, Despierta America. It's basically Good Morning America, but for fucking Spanish people, all right? And for some reason, they mentioned something. They mentioned something related to, like, puberty and shit. And uh, she's like, hey, do you like ass or do you like boobs? Like, she asked this, like, if I asked for, like, an order. Do you want a Happy Meal or do you want a McChicken? Oh, do you want, do you want, uh, you want peanut butter or do you want jelly? Like, she, she, like, it was, like, exactly the same tone. Like, you're, like, ask for, like, boobs. Like, she was offering me, like, something. I'm, like, are you being for real? Like, you're asking me this question. But thankfully, the person who gives us rides to the school came. I was, like, well, fuck, fuck this shit. She never asked me again, thankfully. And I felt very uncomfortable for the rest of the day for her asking me that. I'm like, boobs or ass? I, I still don't know to this day what I like. Like I like I like girls, but I don't know what what features I like on them. Like it's very weird. But anyways, so yeah, that was the conversation on the conversation in general about puberty and shit. Okay, let's get it started right here. Let's get it started here. So, let's get it started with the award ceremony, alright? So, technically, award ceremonies are supposed to make you feel better. Make you show that you accomplished something. Make sure you feel very proud of yourself. Your parents feel proud of you. Your sister feels proud of you. Your siblings feel proud of you. Your uncle feels proud of you. Your teachers feel proud of you. Not in my house. My house. No, 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 no. My dad. He makes sure it's the first, which is the worst fucking day in your life. Because he's expecting trophies. I mean, like, trophies. He thinks, like, I'm some sort of Asian AA++++ student. And uh, he's expecting a lot. All because I won a trophy on fifth grade for being good in science. So, when sixth grade come, I only got a medal for perfect attendance. And today... Perfect attendance doesn't mean shit. Let's be honest here. Doesn't mean shit. Doesn't matter if you go to school or not. So, my dad got on my ass. He's like, what the fuck happened? You won a trophy last year. What the fuck happened now? You little fucking piece of shit. And I felt bad. I felt terrible. I felt horrendous. So, next year came. Seventh grade came. Same thing. I think I won like two medals. And then my dad didn't give a shit. So I was like, all right, all right, cool. All right, all right. I see how it is. All right. And then eighth grade came. Now, in eighth grade, I won a trophy for physical education, for PE. <laughs> like, I know how fucking, like, how fucking trash that sounds, but you see. So for PE, we had these free days. So we can either play basketball, you can play volleyball, or you can just walk around the school or walk around the gym. So let me tell you my problems with those three. So for basketball, 
I am the Travis Scott equivalent of working on basketball. I cannot shoot for shit. I do not know how to dribble. I do not know anything related to basketball besides NBA Jam on the Wii. And you cannot beat me on that shit because I play as Barack Obama and Joe Biden. I whoop your ass. I smoke your ass in the court when it comes to NBA Jam. But in real basketball, do not expect me to be fucking like LeBron James. Don't expect me to be like Steph Curry throwing threes everywhere. Alright, expect me to be Travis Scott. So, I was asked, nobody wanted to be me, wanted to be my partner for basketball on 2v2. So, then came volleyball. Alright, so, only girls played volleyball. Uh, so, I was deciding about it, and then I realized how weird it'd be. Because, it technically would, it, it would look like a white cracker walking around in the projects. Cause that's how it looked like if I played volleyball with a bunch of girls in my in my mind. All right, it's nothing sexist. It's nothing. It's nothing offensive. It's just that's how I felt. I felt uncomfortable. I felt like I was gonna get robbed in the projects if I was playing with volleyball. So yeah, and then finally it was the walking part. Only fucking nerds walked. The ones who didn't do shit for like physical activity. Those are the people who walked around the gym. So, what do I do? So, I did not want to look weak. I did not want to be look fucking discriminated. I did not want to look fucking... I did not want to embarrass myself in basketball. So, I asked my coach, like, hey, I, I don't really feel comfortable doing these three. So, there's like a little storage room in the gym. So, I went in there. And apparently, there's some weights. So, I did some weights. Which like 20-pound dumbbells. And then, like, a bar. I don't know how heavy the bar was, but... No, I did it. So, that's what I did. And apparently, that got me a trophy. So, yeah. And, look. I was not very social at the beginning of middle school. I was not a social butterfly. I did not know anything related to social media or anything trending. So, I got popular because of the whip. And the nay nay. Remember those? The dance moves were you just put your arm out. The whip. So yeah. So I got popular because of that. So I saw someone do it. Like at lunch. So I was like, oh, this must be the cool thing. This is my chance to like do something cool. I did it. And it did not look anything related to the whip. I did it some weird fucking way. Like, I, I forgot, like, I, I don't, I think I know how to do it. I think I, I can still do it, but it was, it came out very weird. Like, it did not look normal. So, that's what got me popular, because I, like, technically innovated the whip in my school. Apparently, everyone now is doing the whip like me. So, that's how I got, how I got popular. And every award ceremony, I did it besides the 8th grade one. Because I did it in 6th grade. Oh, my God, the crowd went wild. I did it in 7th grade. Nobody gave a shit. 8th grade. They wanted me to do it. But I did not do it. Because I knew. Because I, I felt like. Why the fuck did you not like it last year? Now you want me to do it. It's too late motherfuckers. So I didn't do it. So yeah. that's that's. I just want to put that out there. How I got popular in school. Because of the whip. So yeah. That was that. So... 
yeah, that's that's basically the story of the award ceremony. How my dad was a little bitch on how I, why I didn't get trophies, and yeah, oh yeah, I was for for eighth grade. I also was a fucking cowboy for eighth grade. I had boots on, I had jeans on, I had a button up shirt, and I had a cowboy hat for my for hats. That's how I dressed up for my eighth grade award ceremony. I hopped on the Old Town Road wave way before it started, so you can credit me for that. But anyways, that's my story for the award ceremony. Alright, so this is the last topic I'm going to talk about. And it is prom. Now, you're asking yourself, how the fuck does middle school have a prom? I don't know. I don't even know how we got a prom. Because my school, well, my class was fucking terrible. So we had a field trip at Cattleman's. It was cool. In case you don't know, Cattleman's is basically, it's like a ranch slash steakhouse. And we went there, and there's a bunch of, yeah, we just chilled around and all that. It's like in the middle of, it's like in the middle of a desert. And yeah, so we went for a field trip, and there's, they have like a playground. And two people got in a fight, and we had to go back early. So, that, yeah, that's one reason we didn't get problems. Second reason there's a thing called the benchmark or a mock test. It's basically the star test, which is a state test to test to see if you are up to grade level. If you can go to the next grade level, which I find was a load of bullshit. Because you have third graders taking this shit. And really, I not know why they're taking it, but they are. So, yeah, there's a benchmark. We have four benchmarks, right, for eighth grade. It was reading, math, social studies, which is basically history, and science. So, during the history one, social studies, most of the fucking class decided to cheat. And it was creative. They had creative ways to cheat, too. Because they had, like, in their feet, in their, in, in their wristbands, in their bracelets, in their hands, in their wrists, even in their thighs. They, could, they cheated the benchmark, which really did not matter at all if you cheated it or not. But they did, well, it did matter, but it really didn't matter if you passed it or not, because it was just a mock test. It just determined if you needed fucking spring, like, if you needed, like, spring classes. Like, during spring break, you had to come to class. So, yeah, that's what people did. And the only reason they found out that people were cheating were, was, were because the dumbasses of the classrooms were getting hundreds. Now, I didn't cheat, alright? That's being honest. I did not cheat because I wasn't sent to sack like 80% of the class because the class in general, like the whole group as an eighth grade, about 80% went to detention like sack and they had three rooms filled with kids in it for cheating. And oh my God, it was a lot. Like when it came to lunchtime, they had to get their lunch and we were all chilling. It was like empty in, in like the cafeteria, almost empty. And then we, we, we looked like, we look back, and then here comes a whole line of kids waiting to get lunch for their sack. And I was like, holy shit. That's a lot. Now that really reminds me of a penitentiary. But yeah. So I don't know how we got this prom, but we did. So I was thinking about it. I was like, I had a crush, right? I, I, I had a crush on this girl since sixth grade. And she was the second option. Like, she was, I, I did not want to ask her out because I felt like she was going to reject me. 
So I asked a friend. She was like a girl. And I asked her as a friend. Like, hey, you want to go to prom with me? And she's like, yeah. Until, like, the next hour, she texted me on Instagram that she, she forgot she was going with someone else. So I was like, oh, fuck. Shit. Now I had to, now, now, I had to ask her. And now I had to ask my crush. Because I don't want to go alone. I didn't want to look like one of those guys. So... The prom was the last week of school on a Wednesday, I believe. I asked her out the Friday before. Not asked her out, but I asked her out to prom. So on Thursday, I went to Walmart and I bought a poster along with some gummy bears and a flower, a rose. And I taped the rose and the gummy bears on the poster. Now look, she likes Paris, right? I am no... Picasso, I am no Bob Ross, so do not expect me to come up with this beautiful masterpiece and think of it as like, like top museum level type of art. No, my shit was awful. I did not do good in drawings or coloring, anything related to art. I cannot do. So we did this, right? I did this. I took this poster. And I drew the Eiffel, which looked nothing like the Eiffel. Let's, I'm being honest right here. It looked nothing like the Eiffel. And then I also, and then I wrote, would you go to prom with me? Like in flashy letters. And all that. Flashy letters, as I thought. So I worked hard on this poster, right? Until like, I, I started like around 4 o'clock in the, excuse me, <clears throat> in the evening. And then... I finished around 8 o'clock, so it took me like a, like a few hours to finish. Because if you're going to want a girl to go with you, you have to get a poster or something very over the top. So in case if they decline or reject you, they can look like total pricks about it. But anyways, so it was Friday. So thankfully, my favorite teacher was 8th period. So I, so I stuck my poster into his closet 8th period. No, before, before school. And then I picked it up after school because I had an eighth period, which was very convenient. So I got my poster and I hauled ass back to, um, yeah, back to, what do you call it? Yeah, back to outside because that's where I saw her. It was under a tree. So as soon as she got out, I got the poster. I went up to her. Nobody knew. Nobody knew I was asking her. Nobody. It was only myself. And that's it. Like, I only told myself. So her friends were shocked as fuck, too. So I showed her the poster. And I asked her, would you like to go to prom with me? And the poster almost flew out, too. And the gummy bears almost fell out, too, unless I caught them. I caught them. And she said yes. And one of her, like, right after we took, we hugged, we took the picture with the poster and shit. And one of her friends told me, she's like, I thought she was going to say no, for real. I'm like, for real? You actually thought that? Damn. Fuck you, too, then. I'm just kidding. So, yeah, so she was going to wear a pink dress. I had to come up with something matching. So all I got was a pink tie. That's all I had. I couldn't, like, buy a pink, you know, button-up and all that. I wanted to look good. So I got it, right? I got the pink tie from Ross. And it was a prom day, right? And we had the little, we had, like, a smaller award ceremony for some reason. And then, um, what else? Oh, yeah, and then we had this catering. It was, like, chicken, brisket, macaroni, cheese for some reason, I think, and then, like, a, a bun roll. It was actually pretty good. It was actually pretty good. It was from a restaurant, you know, and they were catering. And after 
after that, the dance actually started. Now, I waited 30 minutes during the dance, like in the beginning for her to like finish because she was talking with her friends. And I was actually waiting for her. I was like, oh, I'm going to read the dance. Just tell me. So she went up to me and she's like, oh, if you want to dance, you can just go without me. I'm like, all right, you, all right, you're saying this. All right, you're saying this. All right. I don't want to look like a prick, but you're saying this. Alright, I'm gonna go dance. So I went to go dance. And it was fucking lit. Like, as fuck. For some reason. It was better than any other dance there was in the school. Because the DJ was actually pretty good. He actually put on good songs. Some throwbacks. And we were all, like, getting hyped as fuck. Yeah, there was, I was in, there was like, a mosh pit. And we were all sweaty as fuck. And I was sweaty, too. I was having a good time. Until it was a slow dance happening. And I tried to find my date. And then I found her. She was dancing with another dude. I was like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> it really be like that, huh? Damn. So, the the only dance I got to... I, I only danced her with her, like, for two songs. Two fucking songs. And all I did was hold her hands. Because that's all she wanted to do. And I was like, damn. It really be like that, huh? So, right after the pump, like, after that, I felt shit. But, like, I, I gained it back because I went back to, like, the mosh pits and shit. I was actually getting back to being hyped as fuck. It was, it was actually pretty good fun. It was actually pretty good dance. But it was a shitty prom. Like, you get me? Like, it was a shitty decision. Like, I felt regret. I felt fucking doubt for, like, ever taking her, like, ever getting her to post her, ever taking her to dance. And, like, um, so, yeah. So... Right after the dance, I went home. I went into my room and I turned on the TV and I watched Roseanne. In case you don't know, Roseanne is a comedy of a family just living their lives, technically. It was actually a pretty good show. So I was just there in the dark thinking, what the fuck just happened? All right. And I'm in my room in the dark looking at this and I felt like shit. I felt like shit, to be honest. And yeah, so that was prom. And other than that, I really did not talk to the girl anymore, like, after that. So, I tried avoiding all all contact from her. So, yeah, that's that's my story on prom.